0: Hey people, we're out here on episode 97. If you made it this far, congratulations. I didn't think I'd be this far either. But look at us go. We're out here, we're killing things, we're doing we're doing well. Doing well for ourselves and I appreciate you as much as you appreciate me. Which is not at all. Ha, just kidding. I appreciate you. Thank you for listening as always. You're awesome very cool i'm three episodes away from the big one zero zero i don't know what i'm gonna do i was talking to someone about possibly doing a live podcast but i don't know if i want to you know be that trying to make a whole show out of a podcast that type of thing you know and i'm not even that worth listening to you know what i mean but anywho uh, life's been fun. I just got back from Plainview. Saw a killer show. A lot of talented comedians out in uh, Lubbock, Texas, that were all performing in Plainview. Shout out to Gary Dorsey for putting me on. Uh, he murdered. Shout out to Rainey Lawrence. One of the best performances I've ever seen. That guy. That guy destroyed Plainview. And a lot of his material was centered around Plainview. He was just talking shit to the locals, and it was hilarious. So we did uh, the Fair Theater. It was for a good cause for uh, March of Dimes. And like a kidney foundation. I don't know. But it was fun. Uh, there weren't a lot of people on the show I was at. But the nine the 8 p.m. show did fantastic. And it was so fun to see all the talent. There's so much talent in Lubbock, Texas. As far as stand-up goes, it's so cool. They're like our big brother. And I love them. So if you're a Lubbock comic who's tuning in, I love you. Keep killing shit, man. You guys are cool. I want to be like you when I grow up. I really do. It's a lot of fun. Uh, What else is going on in my world? I just got laid off from one of my jobs uh my main job which is uh exciting it's kind of scary you know because i don't know where my next paycheck's coming from but it's also like exciting because it's like new things new life ahead new adventures new things to learn and master you know because uh my boss could tell that i wasn't feeling the job anymore um (laughs) she brought it up to me and i couldn't even deny it i was like yeah you're right you're right i don't really like being here and um yeah, she gave me suggestions. She said she said um, she'd always be a good reference, and she could help me get on somewhere I wanted to go. But then she asked the question, like, where would you want to work? Um, what can you see yourself doing? And in my head, I was like, I don't want to do anything but comedy and like podcasts and like cool shit. But like, I can't say that as far as like day job. So I was like, oh, like a, a waiter or something. Like I don't I don't know what I want to do. You know, I don't I know I don't want to do sales anymore because I've done that like since I was. 18 and that's boring already you know I just I just need a day job where I can make money until until comedy pays which will probably be a while from now but that's my main focus whatever day job I'm gonna have is not gonna be my passion and so that's why I was kind of like just settling in with this job that I didn't really enjoy it was just like it doesn't matter because I'm just gonna hate whatever job I have to do between the hours of 8 a.m and 5 p.m but I don't know maybe things are shifting maybe this is the first time in my life where i can like get a job and like seek a job out that i will enjoy and that might be a thing you know now that i'm 25 that's a thing where i can kind of i can kind of choose more i have more freedom than before because before it was just like i need a job you know before it was just like i'll work anywhere but now i can kind of be selective and it's kind of it's exciting and i'm not totally broke yet so i have a little bit of leverage and uh, i talked to me in a week i might be broke then though uh <laughs> But it's exciting, uh, new adventures in my life, and uh comedy's going pretty well as well as it can, I'm going to commit more time to writing for sure, uh, I think I might focus on uh, finally getting that personal training, studying done, so I can take that test, and I know it's probably not going to pay a lot, but it sounds like it'd be a fun thing to do, I'd love to be able to coach people, and you know, make out some workout, some workout things for them, that sounds like an enjoyable job. Um, yeah, maybe serving would be a cool job. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do, but it's exciting. The future's bright. Uh, I'm going to stay positive because that's important. Make sure to stay positive out there. I hope you guys are all staying hip, staying groovy, you know. Uh, I had Austin Hoolan. <laughs> I said his name wrong. I had Austin the Hooligan Hoolan on. He is a very funny comedian. He is soup like, this guy, this guy murders every time I see him go up. He's phenomenal at crowd work. He, uh, I've performed quite a bit with him. Uh, I've opened up for him a lot. guy's phenomenal. He doesn't perform that much, but he's now focusing on comedy more than other things. He works for a really cool advertising agency, uh, Canon. I just forgot what it was. It starts with Canon, though. Uh, Canon mm-hmm. Collective. I'm sorry, Austin. He works for a really cool ad agency in Amarillo. They're awesome. I will think of it later. But anyway... He's a comedian, uh, he's a wrestler, he's kind of retired from wrestling as of now, but he showed me his wrestling clips, the guy's awesome, super talented, he can really do, he's very multifaceted, he can do anything he puts his mind to, and he's a very intelligent guy, which I'd, I've i never really sat down and talked to him outside of comedy, so it was really cool to see like, you know, how his mind works and how deep he can get, because it can get really deep, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode, uh, it was a lot of fun. It was good to get to know him better. I'm definitely going to have him on again. I think I just got bit by a bug in my neck, so I'm probably about to die. Oh, man, i uh, got to find an intro. <laughs> got to find an intro song. We talked a lot about uh, religion. We talked a lot about comedy. Um, we went off on a tangent. We talked about uh, how we both like to blue the earth, just random things. But it was a very fun episode. hope you guys enjoy it. I'm going to find an intro song to play real quick on my SoundCloud um. This isn't my SoundCloud. This song is "Hella Profit" featuring Levi Holy Jeans by T Y B Chemo. Levi Holy Jeans has been on the podcast several times, so you'll probably recognize him. I don't know if you've heard him before, but uh go back and listen. He's a great guest. He's a great rapper. So please enjoy the podcast. Episode 97 featuring Austin
1: Ulan. Yeah. Hold up, how should I start? Oh, yeah. Black little nigga with a cold ass heart. Brand new whip, I'ma push the start. <laughs> uh, push the start. i am going to pull up and hop out with a dart. Diamonds are me, they yellow like bark. Truck is too big, I'm like, where do I park? Got a bad bitch, only listen to Cardi. I'm up on the roof at the top of the party, stomping them out on the mat like I'm hearty. I-, I with your blocking skirt off on a the Harley. They making noise, but I don't hear them Harley. I think can make a check without a paste up. Uh. Thick little bitch with the A cups. Uh-huh. Keep her face down, but her waste up. Uh-huh. Gotta make sure that the K cut. Uh-huh. Say, you still white, but the A cut. Uh-huh. You be with the ops trying to lay low. Uh-huh. I be on the block making pesos. Uh-huh. You be with the ops trying to lay low. Uh-huh. I be on the block making pesos. What you here for? Get your pace up. Uh-huh. You be with the ops trying to lay low. Yep. Young nigga, stop with the Draco. Uh-huh. Nigga, keep talking, don't let it blow. What? Just hit a lick at a ghost though yeah. Blood nigga, shit wipe a nigga nose. Hey. Uh-huh. Whole gang, stop with them big posts. Yep. Whole gang, stop with them big guns.
0: And we're live. Did you need to do any exercise before we started?
2: Jumping jacks, but then I realized it's too early for jumping jacks. It is
0: too early for jumping jacks, man. Welcome to the podcast. I'm here with Austin, the hooligan Ulan.
2: What's up? It's good to be here.
0: Yes, introduce yourself. You do comedy. A uh, former wrestler.
2: I do everything, man.
0: Video editing.
2: Yeah, so I guess, I guess my day job's in marketing. I do graphic design and videography. Uh, I'm a comedian. I uh, still wrestle from time to time. Uh, I actually just, within the last couple weeks, got into leather working, like handmade leather tooling. Ooh, nice. <laughs> so I try to do it all.
0: So you like the leather masks and the whips and stuff?
2: Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now that you mention it, that might be my niche. Be a <laughs> that, cool thing. That may be what I get into. I might I, be doing Dom masks. I'd buy from you. Do you have a, a lot already? or? No, I don't have any. So. Oh, well, perfect, perfect timing.
0: <laughs> Pop my Dom mask, Jerry. Is that what they're called? I don't know. BDSM. Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah. All that good stuff. So, yeah, man. Um, you've been doing comedy like five years, right?
2: Yeah, dude. It doesn't seem like that because I still feel like a newbie. I mean, I still am, I guess, but... Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just as far as I've gotten into it, it's it's still fresh and fun, and I still enjoy doing it, and still enjoy uh, discovering other people's routes in that field. And for sure, it's cool, man. I've been doing it for a while, but uh, I'm really trying to dive headfirst into doing it more and traveling some and doing some touring and stuff. So that's what's up. Yeah, I
0: I don't know if that place in Garden City's gonna come through because the guy was like super hyped about it, and then he was like, "Well, they're doing it one time, and they just want to see how it goes." So I'll let you know if they say yes. Which seems to be the case, like with most place, most people. I try yeah. to, <laughs> I try to book something out of town. They're always like, "Oh yeah, for sure, we'll pay you this much money." And then a couple of weeks later, they're like, "Oh yeah, I was just kidding."
2: Yeah, <laughs> I mean, the good news is we've got a bunch of small towns around us. Yeah, that we could probably. We used to uh, perform in Plainview a little bit. They had a place down there, and that was fun. But was it
0: at the the Fair Theater? No, no, no. I did that yesterday.
2: It was the RUDC Studios. Mm. How'd that go? By the way.
0: Uh, I did the 4 p.m. show, so when is uh, a 4 p.m. show in Plainview would go?
2: So it was like four people there. Well, it was
0: six. <laughs> okay, that's good. Six. <laughs> yeah, I I saw that
2: uh, I saw that theater uh, probably about a year and a half ago, and I was like, man, this is. And I looked it up, and the rent rates on it are cheap, and I wanna I wanna do another show there, but uh, I don't know the way he was trying to do it. Just it, it, nobody was gonna show up. Mm-hmm, <laughs> no offense, sense. but I mean,
0: like to try to do an all day thing and just kind of. Yeah, yeah, I kind of figured the same thing, but I was like. I'll go get practice. Uh, but their 9 p.m. show, they probably had close to 30 people, which isn't bad, but it was a good show. There's this dude named Rainy Lawrence. He's been doing it like 20, 30 years. Jeez. He's a beast. <clears throat> it's crazy. It's crazy he's in, like, Lubbock, Texas, out of all places, because he's performed at the Apollo. He, like, used to – he opened up for, like, Martin Lawrence and Eddie Murphy Jesus. back in the day. Yeah.
2: I've never heard of this guy.
0: He's, like, a Broadway actor. I think he mostly does acting. Huh. But he's funny as shit. It was our buddy,
2: uh Our buddy Roderick McDaniel – from down in Dallas uh, he just informed me like three days ago that he's gonna be uh, he's gonna do comedy full-time now and he's gonna start touring and he wants to come back here and hit up Lubbock and oh hell yeah do a couple places so he's he's about to hit the road full-time So that's
0: badass he's a really cool dude so he's quitting his job the I guess I don't know what his job is well, video, he, video he worked, gaming <laughs> he
2: works uh, he does customer service for EA games a which a is badass anyway yeah <laughs> he just People call, and they're like, it's like back in the 90s with Nintendo. They're like, I can't get past this level. What do I do? And he's like, go through this cave. Or whatever. Is it that? That's legit? The conversations Yeah, I mean, yes? like, he helps out with people who are having issues, and a lot of it's technical, but some other stuff is like, I'm sure he gets conversations like, so what do you think about this? And he, he probably just, he's probably like, oh, that sword, though.
0: What's the cheat to take people's clothes off? Yeah.
2: What's the, what's the uh, GTA hot coffee code? <laughs>
0: that's crazy nice though
2: yeah but i'm i'm proud of him excited man because he uh you know maybe a year or two ago he was kind of like where he was at a point where i think he was going to quit doing Mm -hmm. comedy just because of life you know yeah um i feel like
0: every comic gets to that gets to some one of our our other buddies
2: Vinny the mullet from amarillo he moved down to dallas and he kind of you know i don't know if he's doing it at all anymore Mm -hmm. but Roderick kept doing a little bit and like doing cons and stuff and yeah uh and he came up here and he was like, "I want to come do a show for you guys." And you you were at that show. Yeah, it was a great and, show. And uh, It was a damn good show, and uh, I think it kind of reinvigorated him a little bit. I think oh, it yeah. kind of reminded him what it can feel like and what it can be like. And mm. and he's like, "I'm I want more of that." So
0: that was probably like the best audience, I performed in front of.
2: Uh, it's definitely the best one at Zombies. Yeah, definitely, for sure.
0: definitely top five in my life.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was uh, it was a good crowd. I really enjoyed it. And you know the the thing I like about Zombies is. Um, you know, it's it, It's a tough crowd sometimes because of the clientele that go in there. Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, like, if you can get over in front of that crowd, you can get over in front of, you know, a crowd who actually wants to laugh at you. Yeah. You know, I like playing in front of crowds that are harder because – you know where your stuff is actually at, and people aren't just pandering. So for sure, that's a good and, point. Uh, it was a, it was a good crowd. Like he had a lot of people there that were there to just see him, mm-hmm. but those people have now reached out to me, and I know Skyler and, and you too, where they're like, "Wow, you guys did a, a damn good job!" And like, where's the next one? You that's know. So good he he kind of brought eyes to us. So it's really cool. Oh
0: yeah, I remember. Yeah, the first time at Zombies, I was getting heckled, and I was like so new and terrified. I mean, I'm still new.
2: But still terrified.
0: Still terrified. Less <laughs> terrified now. Now I can handle my like. I'm confident enough to like talk shit back to people. But back then I was just like, ah, oh, don't acknowledge it. Like
2: it was, <laughs> I was. Skyler had a big issue with that too when he eyes. first started. He he had an issue. with See, I've always been okay with that because of mm-hmm. pro wrestling. Like that's what we did was talk shit back to the crowd. <laughs> yeah. So I've never had an issue with hecklers. I've never. I've never had an issue with being you know on my toes but Skyler is one of those guys where he's got everything down to the point and you know memorized and that's his mm-hmm. his set and he just does a set and uh, anytime somebody heckled him he would just kind of like move on to the he'd, he'd go yeah buddy and then like move on to the <laughs> next joke or something you know yeah. um, and he's gotten way better at it too both you guys have as it far takes, as uh, dealing with yeah dealing with the crowd it's just stage time
0: for sure but yeah I, I'm envious of like comics who could just go up there like you guys who just go up there with no plan. And just fucking destroy. That's sometimes awesome. I don't
2: even. Sometimes I don't even have a set really. Yeah, that's like crazy. I have some of my old jokes kind of memorized. But some there was one time we did a, a thing at the eight oh six, and I wasn't gonna perform at the open mic. But then I went up there and just uh just basically roasted the crowd for like 15 minutes and that how, was fun
0: how did they respond because 806 is hit or miss uh it was
2: it was more it was about 50 yeah. 50 you know there were some people there that were but you know sometimes at the 806 there's the guy in the corner with his laptop not paying attention yeah and, you know writing the his thesis or whatever oh my god hey oh what is happening I Have no idea all hey. six of your hairy sausages just started barking <laughs> they bark a lot so. uh, there's a cat in here too do they not just eat the cat no, they try to just try to hump it. You oh. know, hump it into submission. Dude, can you imagine like a cat dog baby? Like what that would like. That'd be terrifying. What if she got pregnant and then you had like a weird hybrid? we
0: probably have to like kill it.
2: No, dude, you send it off to science research and they make more of them.
0: We draw a pentagram and do that's a how we, sacrifice. That's how we
2: take care of ISIS. <laughs> cat dog. <laughs> you just kill ISIS with cat dog.
0: Just drop it from a from a plane?
2: Yeah. I mean it's rubber, <laughs> it lands on its feet, right? <laughs>
0: cat dog that'd be terrifying man
2: a real life cat dog can you imagine if somebody like taxidermied like not the cartoon version of cat dog but the same shape like yeah. they took a dog and cut it in half and a cat and cut it in half and sewed their asses together Ooh. <laughs> it'd be terrifying a human centipede cartoons are terrible yeah definitely like imagine what ren and stimpy look like in real life i don't want to yeah
0: this is a messed up cartoon
2: you ever see any of those like f- real life models of like, I don't know, there's one like <laughs> Beavis and Butthead and yeah. that's terrifying.
0: Yeah, they look awful. They look like the scariest people on earth.
2: It makes me want to murder Mickey Mouse.
0: Yeah, that's fair. The uh the Aladdin live action movie made me want to murder Walt Disney, but he's already dead, so it's okay. Rest in peace. Uh eh, maybe
2: frozen, we don't know. Um <laughs> So I watched uh I I wanted to see Glass when it came out. And uh my girlfriend had never seen Split or Unbreakable. Hey, there's going to be some spoilers in this, so just oh, yeah. spoiler alert. I liked all those movies. Uh, I'd seen Unbreakable a long time ago, and then when I saw Split, spoiler alert again, turn it off if you don't want spoilers on a movie that's been out for three <laughs> years. <laughs>
0: it's, it's okay. I ruined the sixth sense for someone a, a year ago.
2: What happened in the sixth sense?
0: They were They'd never seen it. And I was like, Bruce Willis is dead the whole time. And they're like,
2: fuck, I was going to watch it. No, uh, you weren't. It came, no. Out, it came out in 1999. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so she, when I got to the end of Split, I saw Split in theaters. And when when I got to the end of that, knowing that that and Unbreakable were in the same universe, but you don't know that until the very end. Yeah. You're like, oh, shit. I thought it was just the same director. I didn't know it was in the same, you know. I was like, that was pretty awesome. And Split was great. Unbreakable was good. Split mm-hmm. was great. I mean, McAvoy should have gotten a damn Oscar for the... Yeah, absolutely. He played, like, ten great roles, you know? He did. And uh, and Especially then I watched... that little kid. I know, Hedwig's great. <laughs> et cetera. <laughs> so, I, uh, we watched Glass last night. And first of all, we had a pain in... It was a pain in the ass to get it because my girlfriend was on a mission to get it from Redbox for free. And so she signed up for, like, the app and then the email list and she got a code and then she went to go, like she reserved it with the code. So it was, she went to go get it and she forgot her debit card. Mm. So then she couldn't get it. So then she came back, got her debit card, went back. I wouldn't read her debit card for some reason. So I was like, <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to go get it. I'm just going to go. So I just went to another Redbox and just rented it for two bucks or whatever it That's was. I was shit. like, you wasted more gas driving <laughs> than the free movie was worth
0: such a hassle to go get movies. Right. It's like, if it's not in my living room, I don't want it. Right.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just mad. Like, I was sitting there thinking, why don't I just go to Blockbuster or Hastings to get it, you know? And you can't do that anymore. It makes me so sad.
0: It's a damn shame.
2: Uh, But we watched it last night, and I was really disappointed. Like, it just... There, there were so many plot holes to me, and just it was lacking in so many ways. It was like a, it was like what he does with some of his movies that don't do well, where like he has a point he wants to make at the end, Mm -hmm. and then just kind of shoves a bunch of shit in to get there.
0: I enjoyed it, but I'm also like not a, uh, a hard reviewer of movies. Like I don't get into the plots
2: as much. I'm just like, oh, that looks cool, you know. (laughs) I think I have to because I'm a videographer, so I think that makes sense. I think a lot of times, like. I don't think I've watched a movie in the last, I don't know, probably 10 years. There's been maybe five movies in the last 10 years that I've seen that I didn't notice a blooper or a continu- continuity error or something. Mm. That shit drives me nuts. I can see
0: that. Are you, are you like, uh, critiquing the shots? Like, uh this angles fucking sucks. <laughs> well,
2: it's more about, for me, it's more about learning. Because mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a lot of times I'll see shots and I'm like, oh, that's really cool. Like, uh, watch It Chapter 2. And the cinematography in that movie is great. Like even if you don't like the plot, even if you don't like the story, or what do you
0: think about the plot and the story? It
2: was alright. Yeah. No, it just I I never read the book, oh, so okay. I had nothing to compare it to. I so really like the original,
0: the original it, and I watched this the remake of the first one, but I kind of fell asleep a little bit. But
2: I've never seen the original.
0: I just thought the original Pennywise was was more terrifying, but I was also a child, so that might be why. Yeah. But just the new one just seemed kind of corny,
2: but the new one is genuinely scarier because mm-hmm. the old one is like, "Oh, that's Tim Curry, <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> like true. to me, it kind of like it, it it's funnier the original, um but the second one there's more blood and guts it's it's seriously and and the way you can do graphics and stuff now is is crazy that mm-hmm. they're able to pull that stuff off and make it look so real yeah
0: they they were definitely more creative as far as like the effects and everything Yeah. And,
2: well they, they could be, yeah. Like, uh, they're doing, um, oh crap, what's the name of it? The follow up to The Shining. Um, oh shit, I heard about that. Is it not The Shining 2? <laughs> Google it? No, it's, it's some, do, uh, Doctor, something, Doctor, Doctor Man, <laughs> Doctor, something, something, Doctor. I'm just stalling until you find it.
0: Doctor Evil. Nope. <laughs> Um Doctor Sleep.
2: Yeah, that's it. Doctor Oh it's Sleep. a novel. Yeah. Uh and and uh I think Ewan McGregor is who's in that. Yeah, I see him on and the trailer. In, in the trailer, yeah, he goes back to the hotel and uh, I've never read that book either. I don't I don't read a lot. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, because my attention span. Like I'll read a page and I'm like, man, I could have watched a 15 minute video in that time. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why yeah, I, am. I struggle. I struggle. I think reading. I
0: just need to get audio books because I went and bought books. I bought like four books. I have a list on Amazon of like probably 15 books. I'm like, I'm gonna get to this one after I do this, after I do that, after I do that, and I get halfway through all of them, and then I'm just like, yeah, I don't make time for it. You know,
2: it. you know when you're like reading a page and you get to a certain part and you kind of start thinking about something while you're reading and then you get to the end of that paragraph mm-hmm. and you're like oh shit i don't know what that said yeah it's like i do I that do, with driving and I, reading i do that <laughs> with, i do that with audiobooks too that like i'll be sense. listening on a trip and i'll start thinking about something else and mm-hmm. then i'm like oh shit i haven't been listening for cuz i listen to a lot of podcasts and stuff and those you can kind of like jump in and out of with context but audiobooks you got to i mean you got to really dive in
0: that's true it's very true
2: stupid attention span of those millennials
0: yeah, it's only getting worse, man. I, I was know. at a, a gas station yesterday, and this guy was just had a a full like desktop up behind the the table he was at. Like he was gaming. Yeah, he wasn't gaming. <laughs> he was just playing uh, YouTube reviews, and he was just sitting there watching them. Like as I was up, th- he didn't even notice me for like a solid two minutes, and he was like, "Oh, is this all for you?" Like, it's, it's just, he just sits can we work,
2: can we talk about how
0: unattentive
2: and uncaring gas station <laughs> employees have become? <laughs> is it all of them? yeah i think so Mm -hmm. like i think a good 90 percent. i went to uh i'm not gonna mention any names but root and rotom is what it rhymes with (laughs) and i went there the other day and i walk up to the counter and usually they're like is that it or you know Mm -hmm. how's your day you know some something lackadaisical but it's still there (laughs) um i went up and this guy just like he looks at me and he looks down at my stuff and he looks up at me with like a furrowed brow and then just starts checking it, and then once he's done scanning everything, he just stands there like he didn't say shit. Wow. Yeah, not a not a total, not a not a you know is that it is not a hey do you want to sign up for this Mustang we're giving away <laughs> you know or whatever it was like, it was like, he just stood there and I was genuinely like waiting for the total because it didn't show up on the little thing. Yeah, I like to know how much I'm spending. For sure. And he just like looked at me. And was waiting for me to be the guy that. <laughs> leads the conversation even though he's getting paid to lead the conversation
0: i don't know is that how his job interview works they just stared at each other quietly all right you're you're good seems like it
2: (laughs) seems like it he's not the only one so probably style (laughs) well you seem to be the silent type you're hired
0: (laughs) that's funny that that's one of the one of the jobs where customer service really isn't a big deal we just kind of give him a pass he's like oh you're making $7.59. Seven fifteen. It an hour, could really
2: be replaced by robots. Absolutely. Like that, especially like I'm, I'm sure there are gas stations in the country or in the world where nobody has to talk to anybody, and you just go to a kiosk and you get your yeah. stuff and
0: scan your card. And I feel like it's definitely a Japan thing.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you can get like sex toys out of a Japanese vending machine now, mm-hmm. so I'm sure. And by sex toys, I mean like they perform it there for you. <laughs>
0: just do your dick in the machine.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Is this the money slot or? <laughs> That's hilarious. But it's a like um Allsubs? Mm-hmm. I really like Allsubs customer service cuz they're usually really friendly and like attentive and like Are when they? you walk in, yeah. Mm-hmm. They're like, "Hey, how's it going?" Mm-hmm. Now granted, they look like shit. <laughs> <laughs> they, they look so they look like recovering meth addicts most mm-hmm. of them. Or they're just oh, really fat. Uh, which also burritos i get it they're delicious they are uh, but they're always so friendly i don't think i've ever met anybody rude at an all that works at an all i don't
0: think i've met anybody rude but when i i used to live uh in canyon so i lived right next to one and there would, there'd be times late at night where i'd go and the guy would just be chilling in the back like i'd walk in and i'd just wait like five minutes and he'd finally come out oh yeah he'd be like i could have stolen so much stuff yeah <laughs>
2: And All Subs doesn't have cameras, let's be honest. They don't Probably not, man. They can barely afford packaging. Have you ever seen their labels? It's just <laughs> green or white with like their logo on.
0: What's have you ever bought a bottle of All Sub's water? Yeah. I don't know what that is. It's tap like water. <laughs> Guaranteed.
2: <laughs> If you look on the back, if you look on the back, it says processed at Amarillo Water Facility. <laughs> like it's not sense. even like it. A lot of places are like Big Springs, Texas, mm-hmm. Crystal Lake Spring or <laughs> something. You know, this is like we pulled it out of the tap.
0: <laughs> we bottled this in the back of the building. Yeah.
2: <laughs> we literally put this in here from the sink and put a strip of plastic around it so it's sealed.
0: I feel like most bottle, water bottle companies could say that. I don't trust them. It's the biggest scam on the planet.
2: You know, as long as it tastes good to me, I don't care where it comes from, really. Makes my sense. my go-to is Ozarka. I'm a big fan of Ozarka. Nice. It's what I buy because it's, it's good value mm-hmm. and it's delicious water.
0: I've uh, been drinking out of this metal thing because I'm trying to save the planet. So I usually get uh, just like water from the fridge over here or like my boss, my former boss, because I just lost my job. We'd oh. uh, <laughs> get water from the, like the. I don't Weird know, way to break that info to me. Place, yeah, that's very subtle.
2: Yeah, uh, you know, I I'm not that guy. Generally, I buy two bottles of water and I drink one, and I just empty the other out in the street, mm-hmm. and then throw both of the bottles on the ground <laughs> so that I can poison everyone <laughs> with plastic. And then
0: I flip off a, a
2: bear. Yeah, and then I kick a turtle. <laughs> yeah, I dig it listen if you're dumb enough to get your head stuck in a plastic bottle die you know
0: i mean that's that's a fair assumption man
2: just kidding i i like uh animals and saving the planet and stuff but i Mm -hmm. also like convenience of being able to use plastic so i'm kind of on the fence about uh, and
0: there's this whole like movement with the democrat party where it's like we're gonna get rid of cows it's like why
2: like i know they're
0: delicious they're awesome yeah. And they've been here since, like, they've probably been here longer than we have. I think they're fine.
2: I went to, uh, <laughs> in my day job, <laughs> they have been here longer than we have. I went to my uh, day job the other day, so that's good. <laughs> we went to uh, film uh, an interview at a meatpacking facility. And we weren't able to film any of the process, which is probably good because a lot of it's proprietary. But we got mm-hmm. to do a tour of the process from the point right after they use the... Uh, the, the thing where they shoot him in the head, the no country for old men yeah. gun, <laughs> uh, and blast him in the forehead from that point where they hang them up by their feet all the way to in a package going to a store. And it was, it was kind of like uh, inspiring, like getting to see it. And, and like one of our guys didn't even go, he's like, I don't want to know, ignorance is bliss, I don't want to mm. see any of that, I'll probably throw up. And I was like, this will be really cool because I'm into blood, guts, and gore. But also it was like seeing the efficiency of what people, and this sounds really nerdy, but what people have made from Henry Ford's original assembly line, Mm -hmm. you know, like everything is automated that way now. And you have people on the line like cutting guts out and skinning and Mm -hmm. cutting ears off and stuff. But for the most part, like it's it's just a well-oiled machine Mm -hmm. that just runs. And uh, it was cool to see every step of the process and some of it's gross i don't know how those people work there but some of them were like singing like the seven dwarves really yeah they were like like cutting those bellies open and all the guts (laughs) fall out they're like working 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 Augustus gloop will not be harmed (laughs) (laughs) it was pretty cool uh and then like i guess like one of the coolest parts for me was when they do that part like they they come they pull all the skin off all the hide off and they cut the, they cut the hooves and the ears and the horns and the eyeballs out
0: and they send it to the Mexico. and place. then
2: they cut the head off. Yeah. They send all, actually there is a, <laughs> there's like a tripe room and separate rooms where they send all that to make stuff for menudo. Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> That's my favorite food and I don't even know what it is. I don't want to know. I know it's intestines, but
2: so when I don't I, need any more details, <laughs> I'll come back to the cow story, but I got it. This is a side note. When I went to Juarez uh, a couple months ago, we had some really good homemade mole and mm-hmm. some really good homemade Mexican food, uh, and she was like, uh, my boss's cousin's wife was the one who was making it all for us. And she was like, "Do you guys want menudo tonight?" And my my boss, he was like, "Nah, eh, I'm all right." Like he doesn't <laughs> like it. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do it, man." I'm, uh, menudo's great for hangovers.
0: Yeah, it's delicious. I mean, preparing it smells weird. Oh yeah, but yeah, don't pre- <laughs> don't just
2: go somewhere and get it. Don't prepare it. Uh, but the, the, uh, when the cows come around the quarter after getting their heads cut off, um, which is also a different knife because of mad cow disease. Oh shit. Like they have to cut the spine and cut the head off and pull the spine out with a certain knife that only gets used for that so that the spinal fluids don't get into the cow so that they, they don't go crazy and kill people. Do they cut out the tongue?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Okay, just making sure.
2: And um, don't waste anything. Yeah, don't waste anything. They, I mean, they send the hooves to probably like a dog food plant. No offense, hairy sausages, (laughs) but you're eating trash. Uh, So when the cows come around and the heads are off, they, uh, that's when they like take a big sharp hook knife and like just slit down from like groin to chin, well, where Mm -hmm. the chin was, and like slide it open like a play curtain, and just let all the guts just fall out into this drain floor and i was like that is really cool was, and was really gross at the same at that time uh uh-uh, uh no 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 oh damn yeah it just all <laughs> falls out i mean it it probably drains enough to where it's not like splashing everywhere really? but uh there's still blood like pouring out of the neck hole and uh this has got graphic um, all the guts fall out and then they land in this i don't know like a like a drain and then they kind of like just sweep them over into like this other receiving facility and they have to make sure that all the garbage is out of it and then they can you know use the heart and all that stuff. But they like the guy who was giving us a tour, he's like, Yeah, sometimes we don't know the cows are pregnant and Oh shit. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, that's rough. That's gotta be rough. Like if you have that no wonder they're whistling and singing their day away (laughs) because they have to deal with stuff like that all the time. Oof. Cow abortions, man. Yeah, cow cow abortions. That's a good metal band name, cow abortion. I was
0: just thinking like Everything you were describing sounds like the lyrics to a death metal song. Yeah,
1: Split it open, spill the guts. (sighs) Could be a baby, we don't know.
0: (laughs) That's cool, though. So you just went, were you, like, promoting for that company? Or now we're just Uh, curious and we're like, can we look at it?
2: (laughs) Well, so we were doing, uh, we've been doing these videos on profiles on different uh, job titles. Mm. And he was like the guy, the one we did it on, he was like the guy who, if a machine broke, he had to go fix it. He was like an engineer. And so, like, if the thing that clamps onto the hide and pulls their skin off, like a turtleneck sweater breaks, then they have to—he has to go in there and figure out what's wrong with it. Otherwise, there's ten people that are there pulling the hide off manually, really mad at him for not going faster. <laughs> I see. Yeah, that's a hardcore job. Yeah, dude, we we get to do a lot of cool stuff like that.
0: That's dope. I really—what's the name of your company? Creative Canon, right? Creative Canon, yeah. Your office is awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. You yeah. have that whole, whole floor to yourself. I
2: wish. <laughs> no, we got that whole 500 square foot office. No, it's kind of small, but we uh, we like the view and we like, you know, being able to be in that building. But it's just uh, we need bigger space. We need some studio space. is What we need.
0: It looks a lot like a lot of fun. I'd have a great time in there.
2: It's fun, uh, but like right now, I'm so I'm working. Like as soon as I leave here, it's mm-hmm. Sunday. I shouldn't be working, but I am because we have a deadline Wednesday, and um, it's. 10 videos that we've been working on over the last few months and they're all due Wednesday. We haven't even started one of them. Damn. So it's like, you know, we're trying to knock it out and Dude. you know, that's just communication barriers yep. between client and us and so on and so forth. There's a lot of moving parts. So you got to keep all that stuff in line and deadlines suck. And mm-hmm. there's only four of us are so always biting each other's heads off, <laughs> yeah. you know, but we get it done. We do good work. So
0: are, are there like, uh, Issues with clients, like communicating, usually. Oh,
2: absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like I, I have you have you seen the Way minute meme? That's think like so. the oh yeah, wait a minute, that yeah, a little kid. Yeah. No, okay. <laughs> so I made I made one of those, uh, to, like, show how our client relations work, and it says, uh, client says, um, I want to give you guys all the creative freedom to make something really nice. And then it says two weeks later when project is due. And then the client says, well, I don't know if I like the font or the colors or maybe the background at all. And can we use Comic Sans somewhere? And I've got this picture from my cell phone from 10 years ago that has a dog. (laughs) Can we use that? Maybe some clip art. I don't know. Because it really, like, a lot of times clients come in excited that you're going to do something cool for them. And they're like, yeah, go ahead. Just do your thing. But then as we start doing things, they decide that. They want more creative control on it, yeah, which is fine, which is fine as long as it makes sense. Yeah. A lot of times it just doesn't make sense. Part of our job is to make whatever pieces we make for you as effective as possible. Mm-hmm. And if your ideas aren't going to be as effective as what we made for you, you're making a mistake. That's just all there is to it. It's interesting. Yeah.
0: I know uh, you make a lot of flyers for comedy and stuff. Is yeah. there like a, a strategy like that you have to where it's like, this will get attention because we use this color? Or this will get attention because we put the font this way.
2: Don't put a dick on it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that works. I just didn't know if they No, I like. mean, in, uh,
2: contrast. Like, yeah. when it comes to flyers, using contrast of colors and big, bold choices, you know. Um, also, trying to not rip off, but borrow from things that are popular. So, like, if... Uh, Like if there's a certain movie coming out, sometimes I'll borrow from like a movie poster and make Mm. it kind of look like that because that's going to catch people's attention because they're always like, oh, this is the movie coming out. Is that a movie poster? Oh, wait, that's for a comedy show. We should just go to that. That's fine. Oh, yeah. I like that. And it's also thematic based on what the show is going to be like. Like we played at Cactus Bar, so we did kind of a Western theme, stuff like that.
0: Yeah, Cactus is awesome. I love that place. Shout out to your, is that your stepmom?
2: It's my real mom. Shout out to your real yeah, mom. I came out of that.
0: Your stepmom works at uh, Wild Bill's. Yeah. She's always like, you probably know my son.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my my moms are everywhere.
0: <laughs> shout out to uh, all of Austin's moms if yeah. you're listening.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how many I have, but shout out to all of you. I got a bunch of dads too. It's fine.
0: Nice. I have the one.
2: My, yeah. my real mom uh, was married like eight times. And my dad was a first so <laughs> i had to go through <laughs> I had to go through some dads man i had nice to, I had to go through some dads that's cool though
0: cuz you know usually usually step dads are like
2: i'll buy you whatever you want no these guys are all dickheads oh yeah <laughs> no these guys are all pieces of shit uh no i'm just kidding a lot of them were but i mean i think like two of them are dead uh, <laughs> Oh, shit <laughs> one of them is my two half sisters mom uh, dad and uh, could be a mom too i don't know I never know. I get so confused. Yeah, my family tree has more branches than you could ever imagine.
0: That's cool. Yeah, you're you're a certified Mexican. I'm at this not point.
2: sure my girlfriend's not my cousin. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> if you put that's a gun funny. to my head and said, "Guarantee it," I couldn't. I couldn't. It just.
0: Yeah, that's hard. I've heard Hispanic people make the joke where it's like, "I don't date other Hispanics because they might be my cousin." Mm-hmm. But I mean, that could be the same for white or black people. You yeah, know? it's probably
2: like, true for Hispanics So yeah. <laughs> Hispanic families are very close.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of Garcias out there.
2: Yep. Javier Garcia. I,
0: I run into Viegas's randomly, and I just assume we're related. I just tell people. So. Yeah. There's yeah. a boxer in Amarillo named Mobley Viegas, and I'm just like, oh yeah, that's my cousin. No idea if he is. But.
2: Yeah. Well, you should do that because you will get some notoriety from it because oh, he's yeah. a boxer. <laughs> so. uh, there's another Austin Ulan. Uh He used to live in Minnesota, which is kind of like the the hub for when they came to America because there's a lot of Scandinavian and Norwegian culture up there in Minnesota. Don't Vikings. you know Minnesota? Don't you know? Hell yeah, yeah. Uh, Vikings are badass. I think we were poor fishermen. Mm-hmm. I don't think we were Vikings. I'm not no, sure. Not Haven't done the 23andMe research yet. Well, hopefully,
0: you still raped and pillaged while you. Oh fished. yeah, okay, definitely cool. raped. <laughs> so,
2: so we uh, again poor fishermen. I don't know if we pillaged. <laughs> so, so we. Uh, I found him on Facebook because I was going through like this existential crisis where like. With such a unique name, I've always attached that to myself because I've never met anybody else with the same name. But if you talk to, like, a John Smith, he can't attach himself to his name. He attaches himself to his personality, his identity, whatever it is. So I was like, what what mean, What does it mean when we attach ourselves to our name? Like, a lot, a lot of people can't do that, so why do I do that? Why does that, you know, make sense to me? So I went on Facebook, and I found another Austin Ulan, and I sent him a message and was like, hey man, this is weird, like, neither one of us have ever, probably ever met another one of us. And uh, now he, like, he has a, uh, probably like a Taiwanese girlfriend and lives in, does backpacking across eastern countries. And wow, you really loves, good to know this guy. Lives a cool life. He got married recently. Yeah, well, I found out he's my cousin, so. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, true story. Yeah, he's a, he's a second distant cousin of some kind.
0: And that's what's up. And now you got the Taiwanese in your family tree, so.
2: Yeah. Taiwanese Taiwanese <laughs> Taiwanese you just time all on.
0: <laughs> is Taiwanese even the correct term like uh, I could have just like
2: dude you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> like uh, one of our co yeah one of our coworkers, workers uh is married to uh a Luasian girl Luasian Laos see I don't even know yeah
0: La- Laotian
2: Laotian there you yeah. go and uh, somebody asked me the other day where she was from. I was like, I don't know. She's Asian. Like I don't, I don't know. Like I don't. right below China. Yeah, she's probably Oriental. <laughs> <laughs> is Oriental racist? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, pretty sure it is. Because
0: my, my grandparents would say, "Oh, that Oriental guy," and I was like, "I don't."
2: I think yeah, my grandma still says "colored" say a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I have a joke about that, but I'm not gonna put that on your podcast. <laughs> uh, that's a good one. That's a funny one. Yeah, she still says "colored." It's weird i'm like hey, so he's purple what does that mean like somebody put a crayon on his face can't that, say colored anymore nana That joke's definitely a room splitter yeah definitely <laughs> lets me know who's funny and who's not who's having a good time and who's mad <laughs> that's funny it's better than uh
0: you know george the high guy right yeah yeah where's he been uh, he's taking a hiatus yeah. uh he's working towers again smoking lots of weed huh yeah we actually recorded a high history podcast i still haven't been able to upload it because it's been at his house imagine uh, that yeah so eventually i'm gonna upload it it
2: was a good time he's a cool dude man i knew him a long time ago oh yeah and eventually like it's weird because there's like a a few dudes who i think and i'm not trying to toot my own horn but are doing comedy because of my suggestion oh yeah that's awesome like rob started doing comedy because i told him to do it um Mm -hmm. you know george the high guy like there's a bunch of dudes who are still doing it where i'm I'm like damn like that's awesome. I'm kind of. I can be proud of that cause, I mean, granted, he sucks, but <laughs> I'm just kidding, George. You do a great job.
0: No, he's definitely had some good sets, but I think he just gets discouraged like when it doesn't go well. Which you is you can't do that, man. It happens, though. I mean.
2: You, I mean, yeah, but you can't let it affect you, though, long term. Yeah, you can be mad that day, but don't let it affect you. I mean, there was one time I did a show at Zombies, and nobody was listening. Nobody was paying mm-hmm. attention. It was like 6 o'clock. <laughs> nobody was giving a shit, and I just walked through my set. Like, no yeah. voice inflection, no timing. Oh, I just man. basically read a soliloquy of my set. <laughs> and then at the end, I was like, all right, see ya. And got the fuck off stage, and I didn't care. I was mad. <laughs> I didn't even, uh, yeah. Yep. It, that shit happens, but you got to be able to bounce back, and you got to be able to
0: yeah for sure every time i bomb i'm like i need to get on stage immediately i need to go f- next up on my like, i gotta hit it as hard as i can
2: <laughs> i don't like feeling this way make it better <laughs> exactly and you know i gotta like i tell my son all the time you know and this, it's cheesy but it's true there's no such thing as winning and losing it's winning and learning you know yeah. you're only ever feeling bad because that just means that you can be better that's true so. like
0: the corny things we heard as kids are like yeah whatever but then you grow up and you're like oh that yeah was like don't get exactly in that white van that. with no windows <laughs> Yeah, I know. Should have
2: done it. Cheesy as shit, but I could have gotten a free bike, some candy, and I wouldn't have been a virgin anymore. So <laughs> that would have been badass.
0: Oh yeah, Learn how to do blowjobs at a young age.
2: I, you know, I'm gonna. I'm actually putting that in my phone. That's a new joke. I'm, I'm developing that. <laughs> Give me this.
0: As long as you're the butt of the joke and you didn't rape a child, it's all good.
2: It's all about butts.
0: Watch uh, Chappelle's new special. Oh, so good. It was amazing. It made
2: me so happy. That guy's incredible. Dude, I haven't seen a special that affected me like that since, like, uh, you know, and this is controversial, but Bo Burnham's last special, just because I'm a huge fan of, like, Andy Kaufman and, like, Mm -hmm. the performance side of things and, like, the the minutia, you know, like the the meta of what we do, Mm -hmm. you know, instead of the broad strokes, the tiny things, and oh, I'm getting a phone call. Andy
0: Kaufman's impressive because there's nobody before him. Yeah, absolutely. That shit was wild.
2: He uh he was a pioneer before you could even like a pioneer of something we didn't even know was a thing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And then I I hear a lot about Lenny Bruce, but I've never actually like gotten into his material. Lenny
2: Bruce is good, man. There's a lot of guys that uh, I think he's underrated. You know, I think he's on the same level, at least in the same ballpark as like uh you know George Carlin or Richard Mm -hmm. Pryor, Robin Williams, all those guys that were kind of four frontsmen of what we do
0: oh yeah i just know he'd he'd get arrested for using curse words yeah absolutely that's just crazy
2: yeah uh i use curse words all the time and say that my girlfriend is terrified that i'm gonna walk out of a show sometime and get shot because i offended somebody by (laughs) using a slur or a curse word and i'm like listen here's the thing if i do die if Mm. i do get shot or stabbed or killed like i deserved it (laughs) (laughs) absolutely they did the right thing (laughs)
0: yeah that's funny An- i don't anthony- want
2: it but if it happens it's justified <laughs>
0: <laughs> anthony jesselnik has that special where he made fun of that guy for getting eaten by a shark yeah And he's like if i die over one of my jokes i'll be a legend but if one of my family members dies even better <laughs> Yes. <Yeah. laughs> i love anthony
2: <laughs> jesselnik too uh fire in the maternity ward that's a good one it is that's his newest one it's good
0: absolutely I didn't like it as much as his other ones, but I think I just need to watch it again. Because sometimes I'm that way. Like when something new comes out, I'm like, oh, it wasn't that good. And then I rewatch it. Yeah. And I'm like, never mind. It was actually really good.
2: What? There was one that I saw. Who was it? That was like that. It wasn't Bill Burr. Maybe Tom Segura's new one. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember. Tom. Tom Segura. Tommy.
0: I think that was the special where his, his dad was in Vietnam yeah like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like did you kill people it's like i threw a grenade in a bunker <laughs> are there people in there probably <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> it's one of my a lot of people shit on dane cook but i was a big fan of dane cook back in the aughts oh, dude he's a legend and uh one of my favorite jokes of his is where he like calls his mom when he's crying and she's like all right i'm gonna put your dad on the phone he's like no wait don't <laughs> uh, and then his dad comes on he's like why are you being a babbling brook? He's like, I I don't know, I just I had a rough day. He's like, Yeah, you had a rough day? I had a rough life. I was in Korea. Okay. By the way, I wish you were never born. <laughs> like <laughs>
0: No, Dan Cook's amazing. He's like one of the most quoted comedians still, I feel like. Just because he he mastered the internet before anyone else did, oh, as absolutely. far as comedy
2: goes. Yeah, he was he was definitely in that transitional period, he was the king of getting your, your <laughs> dog is eating itself over here. What's happening? Oh, uh, you know.
0: Fleas or something.
2: You got dog herpes? Little hairy sausage? Yeah. <laughs> what is that That's dog's name?
0: That dog's name is Sadie.
2: Sadie. Yeah. Sadie the sausage.
0: I think she's going deaf. I don't know. I'm not sure. What? I think she's going deaf. She's like 15. so. <laughs>
2: <laughs> she. I'm so sad. She looks like she's about to die right now. <laughs> Yeah, she's so, breathing hard. She's eating her leg.
0: I have to call her name when she's sleeping in the morning. Okay, she's still good. Sadie. <laughs> still moving her legs. Sadie.
2: Hey, I'm talking to you, not him. Yeah, she's totally deaf. <laughs> yeah. Totally she, deaf. She's having a good time, though. Yeah? Yeah. What's her favorite dog treat? I don't know. They her have, leg.
0: <laughs> my aunt buys these cookies. They're like all natural, vegan, gluten-free type shit. And I've actually tried them; they're pretty good.
2: Um, oh yeah, they're all natural. They're not going to be disgusting. They don't yeah. have horse hooves in them. They're, right? made,
0: they're made with sweet potatoes. I think that's that's what they usually eat. is like these sweet potato cookies. Hell I'll, yeah! I've only had a couple. If you have extras,
2: I'll try some later. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're honestly not bad. They just taste like sugar-free cookies.
2: Well, sugar-free cookies are disgusting. So well, they're not
0: horrible. I mean, you, yeah, they like, are. <laughs> it's, it's like I know it could be better, but it's not bad. So,
2: my girlfriend's a a baker. She has her own cake business. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah, and... uh, I've never actually, like... She makes some badass stuff.
0: I've never actually talked to your... I mean, I've had small talk, but, like, I don't know anything about her.
2: Under the sheets. Uh, (laughs) So, she... uh, But her favorite cookie are those shitty inch and a half tall sugar cookies from walmart that have the additional inch and a half of icing on top oh i hate those they're like white cookies with like bright colored icing they're god awful they're (laughs) made of cardboard and sawdust and plastic and nobody should ever eat them they're terrible i don't even know if they're food i don't even know they're made out of ingredients i think they're molded out of plastic (laughs) and she loves them and it drives me nuts that somebody who makes these amazing baked goods loves this trash
0: yeah (sighs) That's funny though, because that's like uh, people who are chefs or like cooks. They're like McDonald's, please. Yeah, they'll make, make bomb ass food and they'll go home and eat hot pockets. So. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, sometimes like you give me a Totino's oven pizza, mm-hmm. I'm a be happy boy. I'm a I'm a big foodie, but I'm gonna be happy boy with that. It's a dollar twenty five. Tastes oh, yeah. delicious. That takes was my childhood. Fifteen minutes to cook. I could eat them every day for lunch if I wanted to.
0: Damn right. I've just been uh, buying pounds of ground beef. And just preparing that for a week and just eating that every day for lunch and dinner.
2: Just ground beef?
0: Ground beef and like veg- veggies <laughs> just with like, it. like
2: a bowl of ground beef.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I put I put veggies in it and an avocado and some cheese and yeah. shit. But, yeah.
2: What did I make the other night? Oh, I made chili. I made turkey chili. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. And fried squash. And Dope. And cornbread and stuff, yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. That sounds
2: delicious. I accidentally make really good things sometimes. <laughs> like, if it's the first time I've tried something, I'm like, yeah, we'll see how this goes. And it usually comes out really good. Oh, yeah. And then, Humble and then I tried to make it again and I'm like, oh, I fucked it up. Like, <laughs> I don't remember what I did.
0: So your uh your wife owns a bakery?
2: My girlfriend. Oh, sorry. Uh, don't get that twisted. Girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, she doesn't own a bakery. She does it at her home. So, she owns her own cake business, but it she does it at home. That's really cool. Yeah. So she doesn't have to there's like hardly any overhead, really.
0: Mm-hmm. So people just text her like, hey, i got a birthday coming up.
2: Yeah, she's got it on Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram and all that stuff. And That's dope. She does good business. It's called Out of This World Cakes and More.
0: Great great. I designed
2: name. her little alien logo. It's cute.
0: Hell yeah. Yeah. I dig that. That's fun.
2: I wanted her to make a bunch of... Last year she made a bunch of Halloween cookies that were like Five Nights at Freddy's kind of characters, like mm-hmm. stitched animal faces and yeah. little Frankensteins and stuff. I want her to make some that are like creatures like creature from the black lagoon, Freddy Krueger, Jason.
0: That'd be cool. Yeah, I remember the my little cousins are playing Five Nights at Freddy's, and the whole point of that game is to not look at them. I think. And I they're think. staring at them the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I, like. I just like I don't get it, but cool, cool kids. I don't I don't know these kids anymore. I've been
2: playing Minecraft with my kid.
0: Nice. I was I saw something and a game
2: called Ark. It's like a dino, It's like Minecraft but with dinosaurs.
0: Ooh, like yeah. better. Graphics?
2: Yeah, it's it's not pixelated. It's like more realistic graphics.
0: That's fun. I didn't think Minecraft was going to catch on the way it did because I remember in high school kids were playing it. And I was like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?"
2: Yeah, that definitely shows our difference in age.
0: And They're still playing. It. Yeah, I mean, I'm 25. I think yeah. we're 10 years no, eight years apart.
2: I'm 33. Yeah. 33. Yeah. I'll be 34 in November. That's you seem, exciting.
0: You seem really young though. Like I would That's uh,
2: because I have the mentality of a 12 year old. <laughs> yeah, that's.
0: I wouldn't that's have never guessed you were over like 27.
2: Well, it, so it took me a long time to really, uh, like, when I was 25, I looked like I was 16. Uh-huh. I just had a baby face and just yeah. you know, I didn't look my age. But as I've gotten older, that gap is starting to close, <laughs> and now I'm getting to the point where like if my beard has grown out and I grow out my hair at all, like because I'm going bald and my beard's got a bunch of gray in it, people are like, "Oh, you're sixty. You <laughs> look funny. really good for your age." That's funny
0: though, because uh, like with no facial hair and a hat on, you just look like a oh young, yeah, you I'm twelve. <laughs>
2: yeah, but if I grow my facial hair and my head hair out, I look like Bruce Willis suddenly.
0: Oh yeah, it's sad.
2: That works. <sighs> Depression um uh, speaking of feng shui which is a good transition great transition i man. noticed your little see no evil hear no evil speak no evil buddha guys yeah on the table some
0: friends of mine uh jace and lex they came on the podcast and I'm like we
2: got these for you and i was
0: like dope that's cool i didn't expect to get any gifts so
2: i didn't br- i brought you this empty caterade bottle thank you i finished it Beautiful. recently I'm,
0: i've been collecting yeah. plastic so i can throw them into the forest and the ocean. yeah cause fuck turtles. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the fuck i mean don't podcast. don't fuck turtles that'd but be yeah, weird if you fuck mean, turtles but
0: I'm not a Buddhist, but I feel like Buddha's like pretty peaceful and has good yeah, dude. has good vibes, so I'll smoke to that <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah man i uh I'm not a religious dude, but I could be considered a spiritual dude
0: yeah for sure yeah. i get that, I get that completely i i think uh like i was I was raised Christian, but I feel like you can pull things from several religions and kind of like, cause Christ, Western Christianity doesn't really have the spirituality that like Eastern religions do. Yeah. So feel like, if you just combine them, you can get closer to the, the spiritual realm sure. or God or whatever you believe in, you know,
2: there's a, so I do some speaking engagements sometimes and, uh, I do them at like Emerald yeah. college and different businesses where they have us come speak about advertising and media and stuff. But I jokingly said something to uh, a client of ours, who is a member of the Unitarian Universalist Church. I don't
0: even know what that means. Yeah, I didn't either. And <laughs> Did you say universalist? Yeah. Unita- okay.
2: Unitarian Universalist. That's insane. Um, so she, she says, well, do you want to come speak at the church sometime? And I was like, yeah, let's do that. Because... <laughs> I'm kind of like a yes man. Like if an opportunity comes up, I'm just going to do it because even if, even if I have no idea what I'm doing, yeah, it's an experience, man. I'm a, I'm a collector of experiences in life. I feel like if you get to the end of your life and you haven't collected as many experiences as you can, then you just That's didn't funny. do your job.
0: I was that way for a while with comedy. I think I kind of pissed Skylar off a little bit because it's like, we can't do 100 shows this month.
2: <laughs> well, like, you okay, have to be smart right. about <laughs> it too. You want longevity. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I didn't realize that at first. Yeah, so <laughs> I went and did this speaking engagement. Um, at this church, uh, the Unitarian Universalist church, and they're kind of like, their ideals are based around the idea of, and, and, you know, somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but this is my opinion, what I got from it. Um, the honest and fair search for truth. Mm. So they're about, you could be any religion, you could be any form of spirituality and you could go to this church and it's about, you know, coming together and just basically being a humanitarian and finding the good in who we are. And being able to search for truth down that avenue. Interesting. It's really cool. It Um, sounds like the,
0: uh, what's it called? Awesome. The the Luciferian Church. That sounds like their marketing. Yeah. I mean, and and (laughs) it it is, it is
2: minus the, you know, minus the devil. Yeah. (laughs) So, uh, so I went and I did this talk about, uh, because I have this this broad, Kind of resolve for my life that is, reality is what you make it. Your perspective is what your reality is, and and you have to be able to adapt to that if it's affected, or form it in what shape you want it to be. Um, I don't think there's this overall broad spectrum of what reality is. I think it depends on each person. So I gave this talk called "The Reality of Perspective: Perspective is Reality," and um, it was about an hour, and I had like probably like 12 people come up to me afterwards and we're just asking questions, and, and I felt very prophetic. Where did you get this knowledge? I, I don't—life experience, I guess. I don't really, really? know, man. I, I just, uh, you know, just I, I cherry-pick from experiences in life mm. and what what has worked and what hasn't and where that gets developed and what mm. I feel for the future is going to work. So Did
0: you get into, like, a Southern Baptist voice? And like, we're really going to need this money. If you want God working in your life, uh, I'm going to need a new jet. So uh, oh. <laughs> please <laughs> come up to the front with— <laughs> with your cash donations commercial
2: <laughs> airplanes are really just long <laughs> tubes full of demons uh no i did not uh so i mean because i'm a very i'm a very dualistic person i'm very dynamic in the fact that i have a very silly funny dick and fart joke side and mm-hmm. have a very deep and profound sort of uh philosophical side that's cool i'd like to hear that like and philosophical side we can do another whole nother podcast <laughs> <laughs> and um so, when I get to do stuff like that, it's really important to me that uh, I'm only speaking what I feel is the truth. Mm. I never bullshit when I'm talking about stuff like that, because I wouldn't want anybody to take my words and put them into effect in their lives, and it be something I don't even believe in. Yeah. So, I gave this talk. People were coming up to me asking questions, um, you know, how how it can affect their lives, and, and so on and so forth. And I went to that church a couple times after that, just to experience what that church was. So... If you want to go sometime we can go check it out i kind of do they're that good sounds, people sounds, like they, they sometimes they read, they, like the the holy bible what do they do no i mean they can use stuff from different uh-huh. uh religions different religious texts but it's mostly most of their so the thing i liked about uh, when the ex-wife and i were still together uh she was a christian mm-hmm. and she took the kids to church and i used to go with them because i really liked being able to pull the the how to be a good person and, and the humanitarian side out of what they were doing.
0: It releases those good endorphins. Yeah. I didn't,
2: (laughs) I didn't like the, I didn't like the, you know, the worship and all those things. That stuff doesn't make sense to me, Mm -hmm. but I do like being able to, so I'm sort of what you would call like a pantheist, I guess, which means like the universe as a whole is God, Mm -hmm. the deity. I mean, it's, it all came from somewhere, but it it, it is God and we're all a part of that.
0: Whoa. Yeah. I've kind of shifted towards that belief as well. I didn't know it was called pantheists. Yeah. So that's cool.
2: It's sort of tied into like, you know, what Native Americans used to believe. Yeah. You know, where everything has a part in its place in the universe. And, and I don't believe that rocks have souls, but, you know, it's all a part. We're all, I mean, if you think about it scientifically, it fits into science because, you know, we're all made of the same stuff. We're all atoms. Absolutely. You can break it down yeah. to the purest level that we're all made out of the same things. And we're just collected differently, and somehow we have a consciousness. And the fact of the 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 chance that we have to use that for something is special. So what do we do with it? Mm-hmm. Well, I found that we make people laugh, and, and then we, we throw plastic, and in we the ocean. Br- <laughs> and we bring joy to them. And then we rape and throw <laughs> plastic into the ocean. <laughs> it's uh it's cool, man. It's a it's a good place to be for me mentally. So that's awesome. Yeah, I like that. So let's go to church.
0: I'm down. Unitarian Universalists. Yeah.
2: They're good people, man. If nothing else, they're great people. I can't say that for some religions. Yeah. I mean, that's
0: <laughs> that should be like the main thing yeah. of being at a church. I feel like a <laughs> lot of,
2: you know, especially those mega churches are just mm-hmm. social clubs. Absolutely. That, and money makers that people go to on the weekends because they think it's doing them some good for the afterlife and it's just not worth it
0: they're not even like studying their religion they're just being like hey y'all just be happy today yeah all right (laughs) hey (laughs) susan
2: how's that bake sale coming along it's good we just praise jesus about it and y'all just y'all just keep masturbating and and paying your tithes and it's all gonna be good (laughs) (laughs) As long as you say sorry, <laughs> like I've had, I've had a few close friends in my life that are Mormons, and uh, oh, dude, dude just, some, it just gets crazy, man. And I, I, I just took just, a
0: deep dive into a Mormonism podcast. That I, shit's crazy. Yeah,
2: I love them to death. You know, I, I love both those guys, and they're still both of them live in Utah. They're both, you know, uh, in the church deep. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, man, I just don't, I I just don't understand how anybody with a independent thinking mind mm-hmm. can look at that. And based on everything else they've experienced in their life, said, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah,
0: I mean, you, I see it every day on Facebook when people talk about politics, and it's. Oh like, yeah. I know you're not a dumb person. Yeah. You just You just follow these things that tell you how to think. And yeah. It's just programmed. Yeah. This guy now. <laughs>
2: I've absolutely, like, if I could teach my son anything, it's about balance, and I talk to him all the time about balance and being able to educate yourself, and it's not about exposure, it's about education, so, you know, if you never watch, if you never let your kid watch an R-rated movie till he's 16, that's probably not a good idea, you yeah. probably want to expose him to it a little bit, or if he gets exposed to it, then educate him, yeah. you know, be a real parent, and be able to guide him through his life, but I, I try to explain to him that there's good and bad in everything, there's, you know, be able to make your own decision based on research and facts instead of Donald Trump said this and that yeah
0: instead of just joining a team <laughs> yeah don't join a team be your own person
2: march to the beat of your own drum Hell fuck yeah. the resistance kill turtles
0: damn right uh, but yeah mormonism's crazy joseph smith was like the one of the best snake oil salesmen of all time so
2: also again a common name
0: yeah joseph smith dum 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 dum
2: <laughs> yeah my my uh one of my buddies my older buddy from my older mormon buddy from high school when he turned eight and i don't know if this is always this is just what he told me i don't know if this is a real rule family rule mormon rule i don't know but he told me that uh in mormonism that when you turn eight like you can't have caffeine as a kid, and then when you turn eight you decide if you can have caffeine or not for like the rest of your life
0: and that's, whatever and decision then, you make is it's set in stone?
2: Yeah, <laughs> unless you, like, leave the church. But yeah. it's set in stone. And you make this promise in front of your family mm. and blah, blah, blah. And if you do take the caffeine, because they deem it, like, not good, yeah. then you are bumped down a couple levels in heaven or something. Wow. Yeah. And so, that's purely just Joseph Smith talking shit. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, but think about this. what Like, if you think about Mormonism on crack, you got Scientology. Mm-hmm. And that shit is even crazier because at it least is. joseph smith had some uh some clout you know with yeah. what he was saying like he had a little bit of uh, credentials behind it but mm-hmm. fucking l ron hubbard he was literally a science fiction writer <laughs> yeah. that's what he did for a living that's just and hilarious. he's like how do i take this last book and turn it into no. tom cruise like- john travolta you guys in they're like yep we're here
0: but he's done uh incredible taking people's money <laughs> oh yeah well that's what you have
2: to do with the church if you're gonna make it successful
0: i know but like he's he blew that one out of the water because yeah. he's got celebrities in there i like, can
2: never be a ship captain now because of <laughs> they just ruined the whole look and the vibe leah Rimini really just destroyed that for me
0: so. yeah. that's that's some crazy shit man but i mean there's there's several sects of Trinity where it's
2: like where did you
0: guys hear these rules i'm just like
2: oh we just made them up <laughs> yeah <laughs> We just kind of pulled from Catholicism and, you know, threw in some Buddhism and add some Seventh Day Adventist. And- I
0: don't remember what it's called, but it's uh, it's Christianity. But they're not allowed to uh, dance and women can't wear pants. Oh yeah, that's um. So um, that's uh. They're not supposed to drink either.
2: So. Yeah, it's uh. Wait a minute, I'm gonna figure it out. <laughs>
0: craziest part to me it's not
2: like Mennonites. it's not that extreme no it's It's, not um, as extreme
0: men and women can't swim in the same pool together
2: oh my god yeah because i had a friend who um she was that way (laughs) in high school (laughs) and she always wore like denim dresses what the hell is that called i don't remember either pentecostal maybe i don't know
0: it's gonna come to me later it's like a pretty but yeah man it's just it's just crazy the the rules we set up where like even God's probably in heaven, like, dude, what are you? I didn't say any of this. Yeah, <laughs> Because this? It's like in uh, my book.
2: <laughs> I think I think Bo Burnham has a joke of all all these like right wing super conservatives are mad about gay people getting rights and like mm-hmm. you know God hates fags that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But what if God was like, what if God made gay people to help control overpopulation? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what if you guys are just fucking up his plan? <laughs> you know. You guys are being real assholes. He's trying to set something straight here without making it crazy and killing off a bunch of people in a flood. And no, you gotta be mad about it, you know, like
0: uh, that's it's funny. Bo Burnham, man. That guy's Does he still do comedy? Yeah. Hell yeah. I haven't seen uh him do anything in a while.
2: He directed that movie eighth grade. Oh yeah. That? I didn't watch it, but I haven't I either, but Oh yeah. I heard it was mixed reviews.
0: Bo Burnham's one of those guys that looks like he's gonna be young forever yeah he's uh <laughs> well he
2: is dude he's like what 25 26 he, 25 oh yeah i forgot he started when he was like 16 yeah he yeah. was doing youtube and stuff when he was su- super young
0: yeah that's crazy oh yeah bo
2: so smart dude he's such a smart dude like he really he's is. one of those guys that really transforms his his genius into his comedy in a way that's digestible mm-hmm. but also pretty profound at the same time
0: absolutely he's got i was trying to think of one of his songs there's so many good ones the
2: country song's funny
0: yeah, it's funny as shit.
2: Where he's like, you guys are pandering.
0: <laughs> that one went viral
2: all over Facebook. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Bo Burnham. His uh, his, his, haikus that he does with his book and his little, oh, jeez, his little chimes, mm-hmm. you know, when he, like, reads a haiku and does his chimes, that's where I got the uh, idea for the books that people haven't read. Nice. Yeah. That's Just awesome. Just being able to take a break and sit down and do the, do the, and, and it seems different from the rest of the set you know and for sure pulls people in a different direction super clever
0: that's where i, I got that that's
2: where i got that idea from and uh i had to figure out a way to take what he did just the the form of it the mm-hmm. idea and make it into something that i thought was funny and would be funny so then i it started out as uh, quotes from history mm-hmm. and then i was like well i want to do co- current stuff too so not everybody can be dead so yeah. then i did uh you know the books that people haven't read mm-hmm. so and that this opened up funny. a whole new a whole new vibe.
0: I love seeing that that clever, thought provoking comedy, because then I'm always just like, Whoa,
2: how'd they come up with that mm-hmm. shit? Jesslinick, he's he's really good at that too, because his his stuff is always so smart. He, and he has to do more of it because his short his jokes are short. Yeah, real short. And he's you know, they're almost one liners. Mm-hmm. And his uh punchlines just keep coming and coming. So you gotta be able to write more of those hits.
0: His timing is so perfect too. Yeah, the way that guy sets up jokes. and his
2: demeanor. You know, he I heard him on the Joe Rogan podcast not that long ago, and he was talking about how he's like, I wanted to do something that nobody else did, and then I found out that I was the best ever at it. <laughs> <laughs> he's like oh, nobody yeah. does this like I do, and nobody ever will. Yeah, he's, he's like, super, and that confidence is paramount, it's so important to what he does.
0: It's like a dark Mitch Hedberg. Mm-hmm. It's the best way I can I miss him. Mitch
2: Hedberg man so much. I wish I wish he would have been around to do some more. But for sure. I like how an escalator can never break; it can only become <laughs> stairs. Sorry for the convenience.
0: Did I never? Um, I never listened to Patrice while he was alive. Patrice O'Neill. Oh, he's funny. Yeah, I've listened to a lot of his material now. He's funny as shit, and he's like a misogynist. Like he'd probably try. They try to cancel him in twenty nineteen. Oh, yeah, but he'd be fine.
2: Yeah, he'd be good. <laughs> If you're a fish and you want to be a fish stick, you have to have really good posture. <laughs>
0: oh, that's funny as shit.
2: I used to do a lot of drugs. I still do, but I used to too. <laughs> I love Mitch, man. Yeah,
0: and those are those are jokes that if any other comedian tried them, people would be like, "What the fuck?" I know. It's like like I have
2: to even do his voice in order yeah. to do the joke because it's only funny that way.
0: Because otherwise, it just sounds like a dumb stepdad joke. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah shout out to heroin
2: shout out to heroin <laughs> dude i gotta go to work
0: yeah i mean we we just hit an hour so we can yeah we can wrap it up Hell yeah you gotta get out of here right now yeah can, can I, I go ask, make I some more wrap videos up question yeah dude all right if you could make everyone in the steven world steven seagal okay i don't know no, if you <laughs> could make everyone in the world do something for 30 days regardless of what it is what would you make them do
2: not talk
0: hmm interesting We could all just be mimes. I
2: I think it's. I think when you don't talk, you connect to yourself and the and the universe around you a lot better, which is kind of ironic coming from a guy who talks a whole lot. That's
0: interesting because when I'm on mushrooms, I don't talk at all. (laughs) Yeah. So busy with the universe. (laughs) I
2: I wanted to do this thing a couple years ago, and I'm going to end up doing it. it. It's a project called Is Golden. And it's, uh, for me, it's going to be a 24-hour vow of silence, which doesn't sound like a long time. But again, for somebody who talks all the time, mm-hmm. it's going to be tough. And then I want to, uh, wherever the facility is that we do this, uh, I want to be able to have people come in throughout the day. I'm going to do like 12 hours um, and have people come in throughout the day and sit across from me at a table for one minute and have a note card. And they can say anything. They can do anything. They can write down a note if they want to, and uh, I can react to it, but I can't verbalize anything hmm. and then at the end, I'll take what I heard I'll take what people wrote me in notes and the last hour of the project I'm gonna write a piece uh, basically a poem a piece from it, and then perform it at the end of the day damn it's deep so uh, I just it's about connectivity you know. Humans being more closely connected and more distant than they've ever been at the same time. Nice. So
0: you got a lot going on in that brain of yours.
2: Yeah, it sucks sometimes. <laughs> it hurts. Uh, depression is highly entangled with genius, and I think I have mm-hmm. both of those. If you ask, if you ask any comedian who, uh, or anybody really who's ever been at a level where they're they've been deemed smart or mm-hmm. or any kind of genius in whatever their field is. Um, depression closely follows because I think when you're dealing with that many things and that many I mean scientifically that many synapses firing your chemical imbalances are gonna be right there behind it but you know they asked me when I was a kid what I wanted to be and I said everything so
0: hell yeah I like that I said I don't know so (laughs) that's why I'm here it
2: makes a lot of sense
0: (laughs) that's why I'm technically homeless all right uh, and jobless. <laughs> I got two other jobs. You got
2: a Patreon or something? Like, like, let's yeah, get I'll, you some money. I mean, Venmo set me. Set that one up. <laughs> PayPal me. You guys can definitely Venmo I me. I need gas today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's funny. And then uh, last question. We kind of brushed over it already with uh, talking about religion. But uh, what do you think happens when you die?
2: Um, I don't know. I really don't. Um, I would like to think that you enter almost a dream state mm. where it would be some spiritual plane where you know because in dreams people say sometimes you know like so for instance my grandfather who passed away a couple of years ago has visited me in a couple of dreams Now I don't think that's my grandfather who mm-hmm. was alive here literally talking to me in a dream yeah what I think it is is an amalgamation of what he was in the universe and that energy coming to me in a dream in the form of you know conscious thought or subconscious thought and being able to communicate that way and so i think when we die yeah we're losing our bodies but i think we're going into some dreamlike state where you know because you i mean you hear people who have near-death experiences they see mm-hmm. their life flash before their eyes they see a white light they see heaven they see you know all these things but i think those are what we want them to be mm-hmm. somebody who's uber christian is gonna see that
0: that's that's fair
2: I mean that's what they want. Mm-hmm. So I think it's I think it's kind of that sort of an interstellar you know, maybe it's multiple dimensions. I don't know.
0: Damn. I don't mean this as an insult, but I had no idea you were like this deep and interesting. Yeah. <laughs> I mean I knew you're interesting, just you not should, like
2: you should see my dick game.
0: Oh <laughs> 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 yeah, we'll we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh do you wanna plug anything, any uh, anything you wanna uh, tell the world?
2: And you can follow me on Instagram and Facebook and Twitter and all that stuff at Austin the Hooligan. Um, I do have a YouTube channel where I do wrestling-related stuff and yeah, vlogs and stuff YouTube. like that. I like good vlogs. You can go to uh, watchhooliganTV.com. i will take you straight to the YouTube channel. So check all that out. And if you see us at a set of comedy show, come say hi and buy a t-shirt.
0: Oh, yeah. And do you have a uh, a song you want to end out on? It doesn't have to be... I don't care about copyright because, I mean, no one watches my YouTube. It's so, true. You know, uh, <laughs> it's bon- not going to pull bonfire, off anywhere Bonfire, Child-
2: Childish Gambino, Bonfire.
0: Oh, yeah. That's a great wrap-up song. Yeah. All right. Thank you for listening, everybody. Don't forget to throw your plastic into the ocean, because fuck the turtles. Love you. Bye. Bye. There's probably going to be an ad on this YouTube video, so... Oh, there's not. All right.
1: Okay, it's This can't be no homegirl it like the NASDAQ. Move white girls like this coke up my ass crack. Move black girls, cuz man, fuck it, I'll do either. I love pussy, I love bitches, dude. I should be running Peter and Adidas with some short shorts. B O O all over me. My green is where it's supposed to be. Your green is in my grocery. This Asian dude, I stole his girl and now he got that Koji beat. My dick is like an accent mark, it's all about the overeat. Hot like a parked car, I sound weird like nigga with a hard R Fly like the logo on my cousin's 440, eating Oreos like these white girls that blow me Vodka for my ladies, whiskey for a grown man Hanging in the islands looking for Earl like toe jam. I made the beat retarded so I'm calling it a slow jam Butcher and I know it man, kill beef go ham These rappers are afraid of him, cause I'm a beast bitch girl Invaders and Gambino is a call girl, Pay me brand new whip For these niggas like slavery Told me I was awful and that shit did not faze me Tell me how I suck again My memory is hazy You're my favorite rapper now Yeah, dude, I better be Or you can fucking kiss my ass, human centipede You wanna see my girl? I ain't that dumb You wanna see my girl? Check Maxim Man, why does every black actor gotta rap some? I don't know All I know is I'm the best one It's a bonfire. Yeah. I'm burning everything you motherfuckers talk about. It's a bomb fire. Yeah. Turn the lights uh-huh. out. I'm burning everything you motherfuckers you know these rapper dudes talk shit, start killing. Fuck that back goons like an arch villain. I'm from the South, ain't got no accent, don't know why. So this rapper's child's play. I do my name like Princess Die. Yeah, they say they want the realness. Rapped about my real life. Told me I should just quit. First of all, you talk white. Second off, you talk like you haven't given up yet. Rap stepfather, yeah. You hate me, but you will respect. I put in work, ass Ludwig. Put my soul on the track like shoes did. Play this for my cousin now he can't even think straight black and white music now nigga that's a mixtape shout out to my blurs they represent the realness shout out to gambino girls my dick is in the building i know you hate me cause your little cousin play me out i like black girls who nerdy but when they dance they be saying ah. i'm sorry for who follow me Chillin with a filipina at your local jolly G. yeah i'm in her ass like side of me. so if you see my hand under the table don't bother me I don't talk soft, that's that other guy I'm screaming what the fuck is up like I ain't see the sky The shit I'm doing this year, insanity Made the beat that murdered it, Casey Anthony These rappers won't know what to do Cause all I did was act mean like a looney tune And I'll give you all of me until there's nothing left I swear this summer will be summer camp, bitch